Good afternoon, y'all. I, I want to preach about the gospel because it's so amazing, but uh, this is so much happening in the gospel, but I'm not. I want to I want to kind of turn to the image over here um, by way of the first reading. I love the first reading from Timothy. Um, it speaks to the youth, right? To all the young people. He says, do not uh, be contempt of your youth. Do not people look down on you for your youth, but set an example for those who believe in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. Right? Jesus is always called the youth, and he's always done great things through the youth. Think about it. The apostles themselves were probably in their 20s, mid to early 20s. Joseph himself, mystics speak about, there's not much known of Joseph, but mystics speak about him. So that he was probably a young man in his early 20s. Mary herself was a mere teenager. The apparitions of Our Lady, most of them, Our Lady appears to children. Fatima, eight years old, nine years old, 11 years old, you know, Bernadette in Lourdes, a teenager, right? It, let no one have contempt for your youth. Why? Well, because the youth aren't the ones that are seen to be the mighty and the strong and the powerful and the ones that can make influences with, with their money and all these sorts of things. Um, you see God's power moving through youth. And that's what inspires so many people. When we turn to Joseph, we see that he was a young man. That's all really we know of him in Scripture. He doesn't speak ever in the Scriptures. Um, he's a man of silence, but yet he is the greatest of the saints. So this image um, is going to hang in our Perpetual Adoration Chapel uh, that opens up on October the 13th, in just three weeks from now. So I want to explain this, the imagery in it. It just got delivered today. So y'all are the first to let your eyes rest on this image. So there's incredible uh, imagery, and a young man from Baton Rouge, uh, Norman, is the one who painted it. He's painting another one for us for the Adoration Chapel of St. John, the beloved apostle. So this one symbolizes uh, the protection of the family. St. John is going to be the protection of priest and religious. Okay, So that's what the chapel is going to be really focused on. So the name of the chapel is the uh, Chapel of the Two Hearts, or the Two Hearts Perpetual Adoration Chapel. So we're going to start in here. So in the back over here, and you, you'll be able to see it after Mass a little clearer. It might be kind of glary right now. But in the back you see a staircase. The, uh, the staircase is actually in a place called Laredo in the United States. Some little nuns. Uh, they needed a staircase to get up to their choir loft, but they couldn't get anybody to, to do it. And all of a sudden, this young man shows up. He's a carpenter, and he builds this staircase. I've seen it. It's magnificent. There's no nails, and the curvature of the stairs that go up, carpenters today look at it and wonder how in the world did the person who built this bend the wood the way it's bent. It's absolutely an incredible staircase. And there's nothing that holds, there's like no pole that holds it up. It's just this spiral staircase that is, uh, I would think it's one of the seven wonders of the world, but it's not. Um, but so he, he pictured that in here, that staircase in Laredo. In the back you see a, a little demon with a sword through his back. <laughs> and he's trying to get out of the, out of the house. Because one of the uh, titles of St. Joseph is St. Joseph, Terror of Demons. Right? Why? Because the church gave him that title. Because Joseph's protection and his love of the Holy Family um, makes Satan flee. So whenever you're going through temptations, call on St. Joseph. His presence is the terror of demons. So you have this little devil trying to get out, and he's got a sword through him. Um, then he's set within the carpenter shop. And a lot of people in carpenter shop might have images of their loved ones. So he brings in a modern image, the artist does, 
um, of the Blessed Sacrament right here. So it's an image of like Joseph's got a picture of his son, Jesus in the Holy Eucharist in his shop. If you go straight across to the window, um, you see like looking, it's almost like looking through a frosted glass window. So you see images in there. You're going to see St. Joseph on the left-hand side. He's holding the child Jesus, and you're going to see the son. What that depicts is in Fatima, um, Joseph appeared holding the child Jesus during one of the apparitions. And on the day of, that we consecrate the chapel, October the 13th, is the day that the son danced in Fatima. It was the last apparition of Fatima. So he catches that apparition in the window. And then you'll see a church, and the church is St. Peter's Basilica. St. Joseph is the patron of the universal church. He's the protector and defender of the church. So St. Peter's is depicted in the window. And then you, you go down a little bit, and you see his woodworking table. Um, on the table, you're going to see a monstrance. Of course, they didn't have a monstrance whenever Joseph was around, but it's the image, the artistic imagery, that Joseph built the house for Jesus. The new house for Jesus is the monstrance. It's where he's kept to be adored and to come to. Um, and then go and continuing to go down to the floor, there's some of his working tools. And then you'll see a scripture. You'll see the Bible down here. And then you'll see the light of faith and a rosary. Um, again, symbolic. The candle is symbolic of the light of faith in our hearts. The rosary is symbolic that Joseph lived his life in contemplation of the life of Jesus and Mary. Right? And then the scripture passage says, He made him the Lord of his household and prince over all his possessions. Prophetic of Joseph. How the Lord Jesus was Lord of his house. All right, and then you move over here to the bottom corner, and there's like a piece of wood, like he would have been just whittling. And uh, one is a, uh, a, the fleur de lis, which is symbolic of the virginity of Mary, and the other one is the pelican. Um, many Catholic churches will have the pelican symbolized on the altar or somewhere in the sanctuary because the reality is that if the baby pelicans are hungry, the mother pelican will actually pluck the flesh off of her own breast and give it to the babies. So the pelican is always symbolic of the Eucharist, that Jesus gives us his own flesh to eat, to drink, to, to feed for our spiritual nourishment. So that's just like on the floor uh, with some little wood shavings down there. And then you see this rosewood window. Um, St. Joseph Co. Cathedral has that rosewood window. Many of the older churches have this kind of a window because it's symbolic of Mary. So all this, it would have been stained glass within it, so all this light shoots through it as if it's Mary's soul magnifying the glory of God. And then as you get into Joseph himself, uh, he, he has this aura, this glow around him, symbolic of his holiness, right? Um, he has his work sandals on, which I think are just super cool. And then he's, uh, he's holding where his face is looked down. It's in humility, right? There's a strength about him, a youthfulness about him. But he's holding the two hearts. He's holding the heart of Jesus and Mary in his left hand, but he's not touching them. He's got this cloth wrapped in his hands and holding it up here. And the two hearts are being pierced by one sword. So it's symbolic of that understanding of the suffering and the pierced hearts of Jesus and Mary. They share in the same sufferings. The church says how Jesus' heart was pierced physically, Mary's heart was pierced spiritually. And so we have that great devotion to the two hearts, the pierced hearts of Jesus and Mary. But I just love this image of Him holding the hearts. Um, 
because it's the image of, of family. It's the protector of the families. That's what he did. He protected the family from the enemy. Right? And I love how it's just so delicate, but yet so strong. You know, to, to be able to know that as men, like that's how we hold our family's hearts, right? In our hands as priests. That's how I hold you in my hands, wanting the best, you know, for the glory of God in this. So, um, so that's the, oh, and then in the back, one other thing. This is really cool. There's a staff right here and a dove that's coming to rest down on top of the staff. The, uh, the symbolism there is um, it's a tradition. It's just an oral tradition that whenever Joseph, um, whenever they're trying to find a spouse for Mary, they brought all of the, the, the men that were working in the temple um, to line them up to see who they would choose to be this. Mary was at one of the temple virgins um, who they would choose to be her spouse. And they said the way that they would do it is all the men would go and put their staffs up against the wall. And whoever's staff would miraculously bloom flowers on it, that would be the one that God chose for her. So the, the tradition is that all the men put their staffs up against the wall, but Joseph didn't do it because he didn't even feel worthy to be in the mix of men to be chosen to be the spouse of this young Mary. So he held on to his staff and the high priest saw that. And he went to Joseph and said, no, you have to put your staff against the wall with the other men. So he did, reluctantly. He put it up there, and the minute they placed it up against the wall in the midst of all the other staffs, this, this dove came and landed on his staff, and it began to bloom lilies on the staff, knowing that that was the one that God chose for her. So again, that was oral tradition, but it's really just cool how he captured it in this uh, beautiful piece of art. So, um, so again, this is going to be in the Adoration Chapel. Um, we're going to make some holy cards with it. And on the back of the holy cards will be the protection of the family through Joseph's intercession. And those will be uh, given out. Hopefully they'll come in in time for the day of the dedication. So um, I just want to share that with you. You're the first ones to see it, the first ones to hear it. And uh, so maybe Joseph will inspire us and, and protect us and protect your families and protect our parishes um, through all these times that, are, that we go through. Amen? I would encourage you after Mass to come and just don't touch it. It's still kind of wet. So, uh, but just come and just pray in front of it. Take some photos if you want. That's fine. But uh, just please don't touch him. Thanks. <laughs>